Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Now, Cystic Fibrosis Ireland have said that they believe the HSC are not able to negotiate fairly with the pharmaceutical company on the cost of a new drug called Caftrio, which could change the lives of some children, including Aideen Ikaila, whose mum, Breed, joins me now. Good morning, Breed. Good morning. How are you? I'm very well, Breed. Um, Aileen has been... Um, Attend, 18, sorry, has been attending CUH since she was first diagnosed with cystic fibrosis at the age of five. And she's now um, mm-hmm. 11. Um, uh, this drug, Caftrio, like how, what, what difference would it make to Aideen's life? It, it would make a huge difference. All the studies show that it does make a huge difference. Um, it would make her stronger to fight infections. Um, it would help her to gain weight, to get a little bit taller, to catch up with her twin sister, who's a, who's nearly half a head over her. Mm. Um, and um, in, in the long term, it, it would stop scarring of the lungs, um, which means at the other end of it that I suppose the life expectancy at the moment for someone with CF has is around 50. Um, you know, we would hope she would get that there and further. Um, mm. So uh, it, it would make a huge difference to her. Um, she hasn't been on any drug. Um, she's part of this cohort of 35 patients who haven't had a drug suitable for them until now. Um, and she, the drug is not being made available to her. And what's the issue around it? Why is it not being made available to her and these other children? Um, I suppose in January it was approved by the um, European Medical Agency for use for the age group 6 to 11 Um, and so it has been given to other 6 to 11 year olds within the CF community who have certain CF mutations. So there's about 1,500 different CF mutations um, but there's a cohort of us, 35 of us, who have rare mutations of CF and we were I think simply forgotten about when this portfolio deal was done in 2007 um, for the drug or can be. Um, so at the moment, um, I suppose this came to light at the end of April. We had been waiting and waiting for this drug from February, March. And then suddenly at the end of April, there was an announcement that our children hadn't been included in the original deal. They weren't mm-hmm. going to get it until they were 12. So they, so it's, you know, once they're 12, they can get it, but under 12, they can't, even though it's medically approved for them. And it's currently at a stage where the NCPE is in negotiation with um, the HSE um, to see how much they'll pay for this or if they will pay for it. Um, and I suppose for parents, it's a kick in the gut 
Um, mm. You know, the rug has been pulled out from underneath us. We we haven't had any drug and all those other 140 children, it's fantastic that they've got it. We're delighted. Um, you know, we're a big family within the CF community, um, but it's just heartbreaking for us because, you know, w- there's a drug there on a shelf that we know works and we can't get our hands on it. Uh, Aideen will get this drug in a couple of months' time when she turns 12, but she could have had it in May. And during that time, she's been hospitalised a number of times. And you believe that that could have been avoided if she had been allowed to take Caftrio in May? Yeah. So, I mean, she should, I suppose, if it had been approved, given to us when, I suppose, the process was gone through, I, I think she, she would have had it in March. Um, and in that, since March, she had six weeks of antibiotics, which didn't work and then led to her being admitted for IV antibiotics. And like, who's to say that that would have been avoided? The cost of that hospital stay, the cost of those expensive drugs that she got um, through the IV would have been avoided if she had had access to this drug. Mm. So it's not just the initial cost of this drug, it's the long term um, chance that children will avoid these hospital admissions, that they'll get to lead a a more normal life that, you know, I'm I'm sitting here now and I'm, I'm, I'm actually sitting in my car talking to you and I'm looking through the window and my daughter is sitting down in the middle of an hour, an hour's physio, nebulizers, um, and medical uh, and and um, taking drugs this morning just so she can go about her day knowing that she did everything she could and I know she did everything she could to try and keep these infections at bay and to keep her healthy. It must be such a worry as a parent to to be going through all of this. It, it's a huge worry. I mean, every little cold or every little sniffle could lead to something more serious mm-hmm. um, which could cause long-term damage to her lungs. And um, it's it's constant worry, and like you're you're watching out for her, and for her as a child herself to have to go through all this. You know, she had to be sedated to get a long line in, so she could get her IVs, and and for the rest of the family as well. You know, we're tied to a timetable. We have to be here in the morning. At the moment, we have to be here in the middle of the day, so she can do another medicine in the middle of the day. And I suppose for the other children and her, you know, the summer holidays. You don't want to, you want to go away for a day and go to the beach for the day and mm. not be tied to having to come home to do this and you know I, I just believe this drug has great there's been great research done on it. it it has given huge benefits to anyone who's been on it and it's there sitting on a shelf it's approved for use and we can't get our hands on it and it's stuck in a process within the HSE that you know obviously things take time and we understand that as a, as a, as a community but you know, we're three months down the line now and it's still at the same stage it was three months ago. They're still negotiating. They're still talking about it, but there's no answers coming. And while I'm lucky she'll get it in a few months, there's other parents with six or seven-year-olds who are going to have to wait five years if this drug doesn't get pushed through. And we're just being left out. We're just being left out and it's not fair. The CEO of CF Ireland, Philip Watt, has said that their confidence is very shaken that the National Centre for Pharmoeconomics has the capacity to act as fair judges in the pricing of mm. trio to 35 children with cystic fibrosis. Do you uh, share that? Do you believe that there, do you not have that confidence that it will be passed? 
I, I don't. Um, just Professor Michael Barry is, is, is leading up the NCPE and he made comments recently. I don't have the exact quote in front of me now, but just that, that you know, it, he didn't see the results um, from mortality uh, from a mortality point of view that this drug was uh, of enough benefit to pay for it. But you can't have those results. This drug has only been given since 2007. Like, you're not going to see that that kind of research isn't available. Mm. And and to us, it shook our confidence because we thought, you know, he was on the side of these 35 children who need this drug. And it was just a matter of, you know, looking at the data and making the decision and saying yes. But you can't put a price on that. Like I can't put a price. How can you put a price on, on Aideen's life and the quality of life that she could have and the beautiful life she could lead yeah. and say, no, it's not going to give her enough of a benefit. So let's just leave her without it. I, 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 that that had that has shaken our confidence definitely. And of course, I suppose the professor indeed has a very difficult job. And at the moment, we need to talk about the politicians and their priorities and what they're doing for children like Aideen. Um, and Breed, like I was just going to ask you there, you were talking about you know the summer holidays. How is Aideen faring in this weather? Like, does the heat affect her? It would. Uh, we'd have to be very, very careful um, to ensure that she has plenty of fluids. Mm. Um, and we, I would give her supplements then for hydration um, as well because the heat can really affect them. So what would happen is and it, she would get dehydrated. Therefore, the mucus that would build up in her lungs would be thicker and then it wouldn't come up as easy when she's doing her physio. And then when it lies there, it causes infection. So there's a knock-on effect of all these things. Um, and you're constantly thinking about that. And for her as a child, you know, I'm, I'm running around after her with a bottle of water and yeah. have you drank water, have you drank water, have you drank water? You know, it's um, it's it's hard for her. And yeah, so we have to be very careful in this weather. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for joining us, Breed. Hopefully you'll get this issue sorted and indeed sorted mm. for the other families as well. Um, and thank you for sharing yeah. your, your own story and Aideen's story with us here on The Opinion Line this morning. Courts 96 FM.